0: y'all it's Lara recording after the fact i was listening back to this audio while i was recording and let me tell you the audio quality is not great but we felt like there was enough good stuff in there that we didn't want to completely record the podcast over again so please enjoy and forgive us for this audio quality bye
1: what up, y'all? It's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and Laura. And today we are going to talk about what kind of job you should have in terms of remote or in person or a hybrid role. and yeah. Roll the intro.
0: We got two gals from a college town making memories, going through the business route with a little experience, a whole lot of
1: and go about their lives on a never-ending mission to share their knowledge everywhere
0: they go now it's time for my people
1: and we're back and we're here And we're beginning, and we're recording. Today, we are going to talk about what we said we were going to talk about. But first, Mm -hmm. we're going to read a story from Reddit, because we like doing this. It's a lot of fun, and it gives... Some different people's perspectives. Maybe one day we'll have people write in,
0: but for now. Yeah. And this one fits really well into our topic. So it's not very long, and it's not a toxic workplace or a funny story, but it's somebody asking legit advice from a day ago. Mm -hmm. So I figure we can talk about it and type out a reply as we're talking about it. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. As mildly professional, you know. Look at us. So Mildly professional, 249. (laughs) 249. God bless. Okay. So this is from Sylveon222 from the, um, the Reddit, r money diaries active, which I have no idea what that is, but okay. I've been working from home since March, 2020, still to be determined if slash when slash how often we will be back in the office. And my significant other recently started a fully remote position as well. So now we're both home all day. Our workspaces are separate, so I don't think that'll be an issue, but I'm concerned that we won't be leaving the house much anymore. I'm not sure how healthy that is, but I'm highly introverted, so I typically don't mind being home a lot. I think my significant other is more social and needs more human interaction, human interaction, so I guess I'm wondering if anyone has tips to make sure we don't fall into a negative routine or habit of never doing anything, bearing in mind COVID is obviously still a thing. The funny thing is reading this, I'm like, did I write this? (laughs) Not that my husband works from home, but like that would be our situation if he Mm -hmm. did. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? First of all, what would you do if your husband worked from home? (laughs) Oh, I love him so, 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 so much, but we would get on each other's last nerves after a while.
1: So get this. Um, My aunt and uncle Mm -hmm. work for the same company. Both work from home literally next to each other okay they can hear each other on conference calls the whole nine yards their desks are side by side I was like how do you do it I don't understand how they do it I've been there when they're working from home Mm -hmm. they seem like they're pretty chill but they also could just not be saying anything who really knows what's (laughs) going on but I feel that also they have kids Mm
0: -hmm. so they do
1: get out a lot by the end of the day you know they take the dog for a walk at lunch They Their kids come home. They have to help with homework. They take them to all their soccer stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's nice that they're there to just pick up and take their kids places. But I'm assuming they didn't mention kids. So this couple Mm -hmm. doesn't have kids to drive them out of the house. So really, you have to be intentional about it if you want to get out of the house. I think that's the first thing Mm -hmm. is making sure that you're getting out. Or if there are dedicated hours for lunch, maybe you allocate some of your budget to going out for lunch because you're not using it for gas to get to and from work. Right. So there's room in the budget to go out for lunch. But also, in the long run, Mm -hmm. one of you might have to get a new job if it's really taking a toll. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately. So I don't know what to tell them.
0: (laughs) After all that, what do you say? After all that, I just think that, well, well, what they said about having separate workspaces, Definitely a bonus. So can't you That's just true. kind of like confine yourself to your own space, and then encourage your significant other to go and ex- go out to eat with his friends, and you know encourage him to still be social just outside of work. I get what you're saying.
1: They don't have an issue of they don't have an issue of conflict with each other, right? It's really just within themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think we're making the same point here. I think we are. They just have to make sure that they're doing stuff outside of the house. It just doesn't come as naturally anymore because normally by the end of your workday, you can't wait to be home. Oh my gosh. Right. (laughs) I just can't wait to get home, hit the couch. But after you've been home all day, it's just okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's all about redefining what your new normal is and you have to make lifestyle changes when a big thing like that shifts. Yeah. So I think a concise answer, if you want to type up a reply or what
0: are other people saying? Do you have any insight on that? I do. Let me see. I had to move away from the page for a second, so give me just one second. Okay. Um, Walking on Air Glow um, responded with, Significant other will probably need to plan some socializing with people who aren't mm-hmm. you. Phone calls count, <clears> online <throat> hobby groups count, gaming with others counts, etc." I was the significant other who didn't realize how much of my social socializing skills. Whew. We're two mimosas in, but I'm all right. No. That's great. That's great. <laughs> um, who didn't realize how much of my socializing needs were met at work until the shutdown. My partner's the one who was fine, basically, only socializing with me for months. And for the two to three um, months, we were both going, we were both working from home. I was going nuts, and I assume he was too. And then they had an asterisk beside the numbers two through three months. And the asterisk at the bottom says, Arg, I hate that the shutdown was so long ago. I can't even remember how long it was, and we still aren't done with the pandemic. A thing should be over by the time you're forgetting details about it.
1: Oh, my gosh. I saw something the other day that was like, man, entering year three of COVID is crazy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so painful. (laughs) I know. Holy crap. It really is.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well,
1: so. I think it's yeah, it's all very similar stuff. I think they covered a lot of it there. Mm-hmm. I'm also thinking back to um I'm thinking back to when I moved in with a significant other but didn't have a job yet.
0: Mm, yeah. I had that
1: same realization where I thought am I putting too much on this person when they come home because they were my everything that I had mm-hmm. and I didn't do anything all day but paint the house and apply for jobs and I didn't have any friends because how was i going to meet people when i was right. just at the house and had moved to a new state and
0: he wasn't the most social like yeah to go out and introduce everybody i mean i guess he could but that wasn't his natural also he worked with three people
1: that's true it yeah. wasn't it wasn't really like a oh i mean he took me to his office Mm-hmm. And I met a lot of people, but they were all older. I don't know. it was just it was very different than the corporate environment that I'm used to. yeah, but I think I mean, I got really close with his family, but yeah. yeah, I guess it does it does really take a toll on a relationship to have those changes. So you just have to decide if it's worth it, yeah, and what you're gonna do about it. But I don't really know if it sounds like there's any issues at all. I think it sounds mm-hmm. like they're trying to be preventative. Almost. Like, I know that my person needs more social time. I'm concerned.
0: All right. So after all that, (laughs) this is the comment we're going to go with. We agree with the other commenter. It's really great that you're already aware of it, and that's the best first step you can take. Having your significant other join other social settings would be helpful, but really evaluate if, in the long run, a remote job is good for each of your personalities. Is the potential for wear on your mental health worth the convenience of a remote job? What about discord in your relationship? At the end of the day, in a relationship, you have to love and support the other person. But just take a second to think about all the factors. Yeah. I like it. Post. I like it. I like
1: it a lot. Because that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. I know. Look at that. We've had these discussions in our personal lives, especially Mm -hmm. recently. Yeah. Um, I think with the pandemic, this has become way more relevant. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of people went to remote work, aren't going back, were forced to do it. Many people were excited. There were all kinds of parody videos yeah. about the people who were excited to go back to the office and the people were, I will literally quit this job yeah. if you make me go back <laughs> into the office. And I think it's so it's so true. And what do you have to think about when
0: you're trying to decide if you want remote or not? Yeah. M- personality. 1,000%. Yeah. Like for me, a remote job has been the best thing For me.
1: You are living your
0: best life. I'm living my best (laughs) life, well.
1: Well. (laughs) With your job. With my job. To
0: to a certain extent. Yes, for sure. Because I'm I'm working from home. I don't have to interact with that many people. And when I do, it's not face-to-face. And it's giving me freedom to just relax and be me and work at my own pace and not have to worry about people stopping by my office or, you know, anything like that. Because I do enjoy that. But at the same time, it's a lot of distraction for me. And sometimes I get, I'm like, okay, can we hurry this conversation up and so I can get back to what I was doing before you Mm stop (laughs) me? I struggle with
1: that too, though. Oh yeah. With being, I'm more of like an in office person, but Mm -hmm. I think I do struggle with that. Yeah. I kind of people get sidetracked and they keep talking and I kind of just hang out and wait see if they trail off a little bit and I just need to get back to these things that I'm doing or I really don't like sitting around and talking about all of the things that I have to do or people talking about all the things that they have to do to me because I'm like, okay, just, we could just go do them (laughs) and then they would be done. Yep. (laughs) So let's go do that. So, I do I do struggle with that a little bit. So, there's definitely office politics that you have to consider mm-hmm. if you want to work in an yeah. office.
0: So, explain, like, why recently that's been a, an interesting topic in your life hands-on right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I was looking for a new job because I quit
1: my previous job. I literally quit my job. Mm -hmm. and I didn't have another job, and that's
0: not (laughs) recommended. That's not recommended (laughs)
1: at all. I really just, um, hit a breaking point, I think. Uh, we all do. It was a, it was a real breaking point. You Mm -hmm. and, uh, our other best friends saw it pretty <laughs> saw it yeah. pretty raw and real. Yeah, I just thought I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I just need to. I know for sure I need to quit this job. Mm-hmm. It's really not been good for me. Um, I need a lot of freedom. Yeah. So I thought a remote job sounds great. Yeah. No, I've never had one, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> so Laura is like, well. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, and do you really think a remote job will be good for you? And I'm thinking, yes, because my mm-hmm. initial thoughts, right? When I think when you leave a really restricting situation in a yeah. certain way, you kind of go to another extreme. Yeah. Right. For sure. So i always had to be working. Like the grass is always greener on the other side. Yes. Yeah. Or you're just kind of, you're so, it's like when you get out of a really controlling relationship Mm-hmm. And then you just go date a bunch of people or, yeah. do a, you know, and you just, you kind of go to this other extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of did that with, okay, I hated how controlled I was. Right. So, but if I had a remote job, I could work from anywhere.
0: Yeah. You'd have freedom. Yes. Yeah.
1: And different. I thought I would like that because I could work from, so I have a friend who does house sitting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: works fully remote. Yep. And then does house sitting across the U.S. So we'll go travel, all you have to pay for is your travel, and then your stay is free because you're taking care of pets or plants, even. That's so cool. Yeah, the smallest of things. And I thought, that sounds really cool. Plus, I have all these places in the U.S. that I have family and friends that I would like to visit, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to cut anything out. Right. So I thought, okay, if I work remote, then I can work from anywhere, and then I can just travel. They don't care where I'm at. Mm -hmm. As long as I maintain the same hours, we're good to go. So I really looked into remote jobs, but then something else worked out mm-hmm. where I got a hybrid role. Yep. And
0: then Laura said, okay, that sounds that good. That sounds much better because <laughs> it definitely, it allows you to have that freedom while still giving you a bit of a structure, you know, which is always useful And then also for your personality type, you're just such a people person. Like, you're... Unfortunately. Unfortunately, but also (laughs) fortunately for me, because that's how I get to do stuff is through my (laughs) extrovert friend. (laughs) And so, like, I knew that if you worked from home, like, you might get to chat with people here or there, but, like, your job in marketing isn't always on the phone. Like, I talk to people all the time on the phone. So, I was like... "Mm, But I was not looking
1: for a marketing job.
0: Right. That's true.
1: When, yeah. When I was going to do remote, I was looking at training jobs. That's right. I really wanted to be a software trainer. Yeah. That was kind of where I was headed. I was either going to do the job I have now, mm-hmm. if that worked out, mm-hmm. or I was going to be a software trainer. That's really what I thought I was supposed to do. Because then I'd yeah. be on calls all day, and I'd be teaching True. people, and I'd be interacting with people
0: all day. That would be my job. Yeah,
1: so that's kind of what. I, so I was trying to counteract the remote
0: factor with right. I'd be talking to people all day. It just feels different than socializing mm-hmm. when it's like you have a purpose for talking to these people. It's not to make friends. It's not to have a good time. It's to either sell something or to. Just get a job done and then hang up the phone and you never talk to them again. Yeah. You know, whereas you like making connections with people. You like really getting to know people and learning about them. And so I, I just remember being like, I mean, remote's really great. Like I can't, I can't (laughs) lie. I love it, but I just worry. That's Laura's
1: go-to line. I just worry a little bit about, okay, what do you worry about, Laura? What is your worry?
0: Life is my worry, let's be honest. But
1: I get it, and you're right, because where I'm at now, I do a hybrid job. So a couple days a week I work from home, and it's so funny, because the couple days a week I have worked from home, Mm -hmm. I really did realize, crap, I would have hated this. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, I love doing it a couple days a week, because then when I go into the office, what I do is... When I'm in the office, I use it to get things done in a different way. So when I'm Mm -hmm. at home, I can get all those little task things done. Like you're talking about getting interrupted by, right? Oh, you get interrupted by people. Mm -hmm. So I save that for when I'm at home because it's just easier to crank things out. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm writing a blog post, I do that at home. Yeah. Because I can research, I can write it, and I don't Mm -hmm. get disjointed all day. Yeah. But then in the office, I fill it with like phone calls, meetings, And I go talk to people, I build relationships, Mm -hmm. but if I need something from someone, that's what I do. You're not Mm going to get a lot via email. Sometimes you need to be in front of them. Hey, I need this like in two hours. Can (laughs) you just turn it around? And if you're face to face, it happens better. Yeah. Or you can catch people at different times. There's something about physically being in the same space that makes Mm -hmm. a difference, I think. So Mm -hmm. It has been good being hybrid because I find it, I don't feel like when I'm in the office, I have to just shut my door and tell everybody to leave me alone. Right. Which when you're in the office full time.
0: You kind of, you have to do that.
1: And I would challenge you to do that, actually. If you, if you are an in office full time gung ho kind of person, Mm -hmm. you should have those boundaries. I've even thought about doing new that R A board we
0: Uh used to have. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Do not disturb right
0: now, or like literally writing notes. I literally would at my last full time job. I wrote when I would be doing. I needed to. I came back from a break or anything like that where I was really behind on work. I would make a sign and put it on my door that said Power Hour. Email me. And I remember somebody told my boss and my boss was like, I just don't know if that's the most welcoming. And I was like, I gotta be honest. It's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be. Like I, I need it to, I need to not be welcoming because I am too welcoming and I will sit there and have a 15, 20 minute long conversation about nothing with you just cause I'm like, I don't know. That's my personality type. I can, I'll put through, I'll put up with a lot (laughs) and a really long, boring conversation, but like, um, I just, it was necessary to be like, no, nobody come in. But that's what it becomes,
1: right? It's not ever just somebody could email you and then it's very direct and it gets done. Yep. Somebody comes to your office and it's, Hey, I need this. Also, how is your weekend? Yes. Also,
0: how's this going?
1: And it's great. And mm-hmm. you need to have those conversations, but sometimes you don't have time for it. And it's yep. okay to set those boundaries. And I think having a workplace that
0: understands that is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that respects it, it mm-hmm. because you, that's the worst thing is in, in my case, it was kind of frowned upon. Like I knew my boss didn't love it, but like it was either that or not get my work done because every single one of the people that worked there were chatty, <laughs> like every person in my office was kind of central. So everybody walked by it. So it would be 11 o'clock and I hadn't even started anything yet, you know, right? Yeah. And I, I had the worst spot
1: my first job out of college. I worked right by the copy machine. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Literally not even in an office, just a desk that they put yeah. in in a corner in front of the copy machine. Love that. And I sat there, and at first I thought, this is really great because I have a desk and this is cool. And then all day long, and anytime the copy machine would go off, mm. so I started to have to put headphones in yeah. while I worked. I couldn't get anything done. I don't think they liked that either, but what was I supposed to do? Right. Yeah. And so I just, it was, it was really challenging. And then people would walk by and say hi and then start talking and then tell me about the coffee machine being slow or what's yeah. happening. And i just go, I don't know, but I, you know, I'm trying to work over here. So just <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> and then they'd ask me questions about the coffee machine and then I became the coffee machine fixer. Fixer. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, can you tell me when this resets? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell you. Or... I remember one time someone was like telling me that I should be reloading the copy paper. That should be my job. And I said, but if I'm not printing, I don't know it's out of paper. Right. But you should just notice somebody has to refill the paper. I go, yeah, the person who needs the paper in the copy machine should put the paper in the copy machine. That's a dumb suggestion. It's not that hard. That's
0: not your job anyway. That was not Okay, but job. they did not like that. They did not like that that's well, not my job. I
1: but know. my point wasn't even that it wasn't my job. It was if I went to print something and I knew it needed paper, I would refill it. Right. But it's it's really not my responsibility to sit here and monitor the paper in the copy machine. Right. If I noticed, I would do something about it. Right. Moving on with life. So I we both had right out of college full-time in-person jobs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is valuable. Mm-hmm. It's a good experience. Mm-hmm. You meet a lot of different people. And I think a lot of people need that. Yeah. But it is so nice to be able to work from home sometimes. Yeah. And I think a lot of jobs are transitioning to that now. Which is really cool.
0: Um, that's the one, that's one of the very few benefits that's come out of COVID, that jobs are learning, oh, we can actually be even more productive in some cases when we all work from home. I know GEICO um, down in Macon, apparently were not letting, they were telling people you don't have to come back. Like, you can stay working from home because you're more productive when you are home. And that goes back to people aren't chatting all day. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. But I loved I loved, going from a full-time job to a part-time remote job, not just for the social aspect, but also for what it did for me physically and mentally. It afforded me this break. And so, like, I'm very grateful (laughs) for having that because I don't know. I just couldn't do the full-time in-person job anymore. Yeah. That was it. So it's really helpful. And there are things that you would have had to, or
1: when I'm just you in general, people would have had to have missed work for Mm -hmm. that they could just work from home now. So for example, if I had a house, which I don't, let's just pretend Mm -hmm. that I have a house (laughs) and the cable guy is coming from 9am to 5pm, who knows what time of day they're coming to fix whatever. Yep. Normally I would have to just go, okay, well, I guess I need to take a day off work. Right. Because I have to be here for these repair people to come to my house.
0: Mm -hmm. Because
1: they also don't want to work at 9 p.m., which can relate. I understand. (laughs) So, yeah, for sure. Come at 3 o'clock. But normally I wouldn't be there. But now I can be. Hey, boss, I've got this person coming. I'm just going to work from home today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. You still get everything done. All calls now. Even um, at my job now when we set up something in our calendar, it automatically Mm -hmm. has a Teams link. That you can just join virtually. Yeah. Automatically. You don't even have to put it in there.
0: Yeah. just anybody
1: you add to it can join that way. There you go. So it just just works, especially people across different locations. You don't have to travel Mm -hmm. around as much. My dad used to travel all the time for work. Sometimes he still has to, but a lot of times now it's you can hop on a call. Yeah. So I think people are finding... Ways to utilize that technology a little bit better. Sometimes you have to be in person, though, because you physically have to be
0: hands-on. Right. Or, like, if you're a front desk assistant. Mm -hmm. Or, like, my job first out of college, the reason it was so important that I was there and that it couldn't be partly remote was because I was marketing, but I was also assistant to the front desk lady. So whenever she wasn't there, I covered her shift, you know? So in some instances, that really it's necessary right but in my case and i know i've mentioned it in a previous episode but i get to work for a job in the northeast with us being in the southeast because of covid and because of mm-hmm. the remote the remoteness of the job i get to work for northeast and that's been really cool and i get to talk to way more different people than i'm used to the southern accent and where where i listen to Irish accents and Russian accents and Boston accents and New York accents. Like, it's been really cool. You get to meet new people in a way that I never would have before. So that's been really, really awesome. And you brought up something I forgot we
1: needed to talk about on this episode is, Mm -hmm. okay, your job is not in this state. When you're applying to remote jobs, oh my gosh. I mean, your competition is,
0: what's it called?
1: Stiff? Do you say it's stiff?
0: Did you say, I think so. Yeah.
1: You just have a lot of competition. You got a lot, of you have a lot of competition because now it's remote and now anybody across the U S really anywhere mm-hmm. could apply as long as they're willing to work within the hours of that time zone. Yep. I mean, so it's so important now. A lot of jobs want you to have had remote experience already. And how do you even, it's
0: just, it's so, it's so competitive. And what might give you an edge, I know we're going to talk more about resumes in depth one day, but if you've done anything remotely, like if you've even worked from home a couple of times, Mm -hmm. put that on your resume. Find a way to incorporate it. If you've taken online courses, put that in your resume. That will make you more competitive. Because it's saying, hey, I can get stuff done working from home. And not only, hey, I can get stuff done while working
1: from home, but also I know that I like this work style. Yeah. Because I've done it this way. Mm -hmm. And that, too, I think think that might be a lot of companies' concerns when you haven't had previous remote experience. Yeah. Your whole experience has been you're Mm -hmm. in an office. Yeah. So are you just going to quit when you realize you're depressed?
0: Yeah, when you realize it's not your personality type. Right. Yeah. It doesn't work. Mm-mm. So, you know, find ways to, and that would be a great thing to mention in your cover letter. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I love working independently from home. I do my work very efficiently. I find I do my best work when I'm home. You know, find ways to incorporate that in your cover letter, um, your resume. And then in the interview, find a way to bring it up. Because you're really gonna sell yourself that way, showing that you have direct experience or that you know yourself enough that you know that you're gonna enjoy working from home. And I think the most important thing with
1: any any job search in general with whatever we talk about is knowing what you want. Mm-hmm. I mean that's the first step. Is yeah. defining what you want and what's your why. Mm-hmm. You know, companies have their whys, they have their mission and their vision and mm-hmm. why they do what they do, but what's yours and does that fit in with them right they're going to want to know because they don't want somebody who is just going to come in and then leave right they want somebody they know is going to be invested in the company so mm-hmm. if you want to work remote because your child gets home from school at two o'clock in the afternoon yeah and you want to be there for them and you will still get your work done but you don't want to do childcare, or the school doesn't offer childcare anymore mm-hmm. for whatever you know you have those things they're going to see that you'll be dedicated to this job because mm-hmm. you have these personal reasons that line up with your professional goals too. For sure. It's really important to make those connections and let them see that so they yeah. know they're not investing in someone
0: who's just whatever. And that's also along those same lines when I applied to my remote job, leaving, well, I wasn't, when I left my full-time job, similar to you, I didn't have another job yep. in my back pocket. like We're what's great what's... examples. We're... <laughs> we're great don't we follow our lead but you know I just had faith mm-hmm. and I need <laughs> it's a lot of faith guys for us but you know <laughs> if that's not your thing have confidence in yourself mm-hmm. um and so I remember my now boss asking me like so why are you leaving your current position and I got to explain, well, I actually had back surgery and like that's my personal reason is I had back surgery and I find that I just can't physically go into an office every day anymore and I need a work from home position. And that actually gave me a bit of an edge because it showed like I'm still willing to work even with the condition that I have. I just can't do it in an office setting anymore.
1: Yeah, I want to work and be productive. And you had that experience because of COVID that mm-hmm. you did do
0: some days from home. Yep, and you knew that you could do it. And I did online courses, so uh, and that yep. was shown as well. And I made sure to include that in my related coursework, you know, <laughs> portion. Um, so yeah, just finding little ways to give yourself a leg up. We're gonna pivot. We're gonna pivot. Because I feel like you get the point. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Your personality and what you want and, like, make sure you know what you want and does that line up and all that stuff. And do you have a valid reason for why? You know, when I was leaving my job without another job, Mm -hmm. I decided to move out of the state. So that was also a good reason. Yeah. It wasn't just, oh, I hated my last job and I just blah, 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 which I didn't really hate my last job. Um, Mm -hmm. Some. Things were really great about that job. It wasn't a good fit for me. But we're going to pivot. I think we should talk just a little bit about how we knew that we should leave our jobs before having a new one and Mm -hmm. why we felt like we could do that. Yeah. Not everybody can. No. Sometimes you can't leave a job without having a new one because you need the money, you need the benefits, you need Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. So what were your circumstances that you decided, I can do this? Mm -hmm. And you have to think it through. Don't just quit on a whim. I know a lot of people that's so do. easy to want
0: to do. Yeah.
1: You uh, just walk so out, easy. say never mind. And maybe you can because you have enough resources, but mm-hmm. so what were your reasons for thinking, okay,
0: I can leave this job. I'll be okay. Well, so like I said, I had already realized I wasn't working up to my degree of my, I wasn't meeting my own standards anymore and nor was I meeting my company's standards. So because I was late all the time, I was absent, and I had a lot of doctor's appointments because of my health condition. And then if you wanted to have any kind of a vacation, you couldn't. So, you know, things like that. So I just decided, okay, I physically am not able to keep this up. Lucky for me, I am married and my husband has a full-time job. And we decided together, like, okay, let's take some time and really concentrate on getting my health put together so that one day I may return to a full-time maybe in-person job maybe not so it wasn't going to be easy and it wasn't going to be easy and I definitely didn't expect me I wasn't expecting to get a new job instantly it definitely wasn't easy and it wasn't the most comfortable to think about like financially it would have been really hard but I, we just couldn't, we were already losing out on money anyway, because I couldn't go to work a lot. And you only have so much PTO. So we were already losing money. And we decided, okay, we can do this thing. So but I was like, well, let me put out some feelers. Let me just see if there's any, the only things I could do was either a part time office job, or a remote position. But even if it's remote, I really preferred it to be part time, because again, it's still a health thing. So I found this one random job up in the Northeast, put in an application on Indeed, got a call, and was able to say, I'm leaving because of these reasons, and that aligned with something that he wanted, and bada bing, bada boom, got me a good job.
1: (laughs) And it all worked (laughs) out. And it all
0: worked out. So what about you?
1: it all worked out. Okay, so really, at the end of the day, I didn't have benefits through my job. Mm-hmm. which that's huge. Yeah. So I was still on my parents insurance because you can stay on your parents insurance until you're 26. Mm-hmm. If your parents allow you to, and if you don't get married, yep. which I did not.
0: Yep. <laughs> so
1: I was always on my, I was like, I'll just stay on my parents insurance. They're cool with it. Um, and I always offered to pay whatever my part was, mm-hmm. but they just, whatever. They yeah. Just continued to pay for it, which bless my parents. So yeah. really because of my parents, Hmm. I was able to leave that job, and they were kind of for it.
0: Yeah, because they they wanted you home.
1: Right. So I lived far away. Mm -hmm. I lived far away. I was in a very serious relationship, which is why I moved away originally, but that had ended, you know, a year ago. I lived there for about a year and a half with this person and then had moved out on my own for a year because, I don't know, it just felt... It felt right to stay there for that
0: time period. Yeah. You needed to be on your own.
1: Yeah. And I liked it. And I stayed at a fully furnished Airbnb, so I didn't have any furniture. And then I just, everything just kind of came to an end. I felt like mm-hmm. it really, it really felt like an end of an era Yeah, of me living up north and it was yeah. great and it was awesome. And, and it I was Instagram
0: name. Like yes. it was
1: up in there. I met all these wonderful people. It was incredible. But then things weren't working out at my job. I kind of realized This isn't actually what I want to do, Mm -hmm. and I do want to talk later specifically about marketing because when I graduated, too, everybody was kind of asking me what kind of marketing I wanted to do, and I didn't really understand that question. Mm, I just thought I wanted to do marketing. (laughs) I don't know what the difference is. There are so many different marketing jobs. Yeah. So many different ones, and a lot of places will just call something marketing, and it's not really marketing. It's really just a catch-all to do a bunch of random stuff. Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful, and sometimes that's good, and sometimes it's not so good. So I kind of realized this isn't the type of marketing that I want to do. I want to go back to these things that I really enjoy. Plus, I kind of started thinking maybe marketing's not for me. Right. So I started thinking I need a career change. All in all, and now is the time to do it because I'm young enough to where I can mess up a little bit, mm-hmm. and maybe I will have worked a couple years in the workforce and then.
0: Okay, I decided I changed my mind. Right.
1: I applied to a ton of HR jobs and I got interviews, but they just didn't work out. Right. And I didn't feel right. I go off a feeling. I can kind of tell halfway through an interview if I want to work for this company or not. It's not even them. I kind of change. Yeah. I kind of don't put in as much or I don't follow up the same way. You know how you're supposed to, if you really want a job, you need to send follow up emails. You need to really thank everybody for having you there. You need to be really into it. You need to show that you're committed to this company, but not too much. Don't want to be desperate, but you want to be, this company sounds really great. You know, you want to show that you want the job. I just kind of stopped doing that because I go, I don't want to work here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I started doing that a lot. I thought, oh, crap, what am I doing? And so I called up one of my mentors and said, hey, we need to have lunch because I don't know what I'm doing and I think I don't want to do marketing. And she said, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, what are you talking about? (laughs) She said, I think that you should still do marketing. So I had a conversation with her where I realized a lot of different things. It was just I was in the wrong type of marketing. Yeah. And so I went back to what I know and love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some manufacturing companies and yep. those kinds of, those kinds of things. Really, some of them are business, business to business, business to customer, but it's not, um, I was in healthcare marketing out of college and that mm-hmm. just was not a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful with what industry you market
0: for. And I feel like I would do well with the health. Because I was working as marketing, essentially, for a fitness yeah as well. So, and I felt comfortable there. So, it's just funny. Our personality types there again. Very different. I'm just day.
1: so direct. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just am like, here's what it is. And here we're going to have this strategy. Mm-hmm. And they
0: were just really different. I can't even really explain it. Yeah. I guess it's also like a difference in the layout of a company. Yeah. Um, And how many direct bosses you have and how many voices you have telling mm-hmm. you what to do. I'm sure that plays a role into it as well. And I'm just really more interested in
1: being involved with the overarching strategy and having those conversations. Yeah. And I really felt more like I was just doing a bunch of tasks yeah. and wasn't really involved in a plan. Yeah. And was probably more in a sales role Yeah. than marketing, which they are different. And so mm-hmm. I think it just, yeah, it's interesting. So looking at all of that, and then I have these resources available to me. It's mm-hmm. important to know that you have to have those resources available to you. Yeah, Don't sure. just quit your job, you know, you know really evaluate. Very and very privileged to have that. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. And that I could just move back home. Yeah. So that's what I did. I just said, okay, I'll move back home. My parents are all, I need to have a room for Amber. I need to set this so up. And Yeah. So we figured it out, um, but it is it is tough when you feel trapped. Yeah. I think it's the biggest thing, when
0: you mm-hmm.
1: don't feel like you can get out. But start working towards a plan, and you'll feel a little bit better. Yeah. I think that's, that's huge. Even when I just started looking for other jobs, yeah, it made I, me feel better mm-hmm. about being in my current situation.
0: I totally get that, for sure. You can detach a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You give yourself something to look forward to. Yeah. That's how it would work for me. So we say all of this to say, you'll figure it out. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> have fun out there in the world. Yeah. But yeah, I think with all of this, just if you don't know exactly what you want to do in life, I still have no idea what I'm going to end up doing or what I want to retire doing. But I know myself enough to know aspects of a job that I like. Mm-hmm. I can put up with just about any job as long as I like the people I'm working with. I can do... Like financial aid, I almost went into financial aid um, because I loved my bosses, and I would have done any job for them. So it's, and I also know I want to work from home, and if I can find something and I can find a company that aligns with my values, Mm -hmm. I can do just about any job. And so it's good to know yourself that way, or if you know what industry you want or what type of job you want, just go out and find a way to make it happen. It's really hard. It will not be easy. You might have those resources available to you, and you don't realize it. Yeah, because you can very easily
1: feel alone and isolated, and not mm-hmm. really ask for help. Mm-hmm. So reach
0: out to those people, you know, and and really just see what you do have available to you. And networking so important. Right. Yeah, for sure. Reach out to people that you know are in the industry. We had a whole episode about networking. Yes. Go review that. Find people that align with what you want and who knows, maybe that'll be your connection. Like, you had your mentor talk you back into an industry you really do love. You just went in the right spot. So, and that inspired you to take on this new position, and, you know, got you back in the field. So, find you a mentor. Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Definitely find a mentor, and
1: have good friends, and build good relationships, and lots of good will come to you. I mean, even if my parents didn't have a space for me. Laura was always like, you can come live here. Yep. <laughs> Even though there is literally no room for me at her house with all of these animals.
0: No, I know.
1: I could have made it work,
0: you know. Yeah, we on so a couch, worst case scenario.
1: You figure it out, you know, and, and don't yeah. take advantage of those people that are being really good to you. And you get on your feet and you move on. Mm -hmm. And as long as people trust that you're going to do what you say you're going to do, I think that's, that's huge. I mean, my mom the other day literally told me, she said, the one thing about you, Amber, is when you say you're going to do it, you do it. If you're not going to do it, you won't say it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can learn from that. It's
0: so true, though. (laughs) Just don't tell me you're going to do it. Unless you're going to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like that's a really good episode. We did it. We did yet another one. This is six out of eight that we're going to film and record. Yeah.
1: But we're really excited and we got some feedback on our Instagram story.
0: Yeah. We're slowly getting some followers. Mainly people, all people that we know. (laughs) But they knew us as RAs. They're like,
1: hey, I need help with this. Yeah. So we'll answer some of those. And then also we're going to do another episode on or one of our upcoming episodes for sure this season is going to be the best work advice people have ever received and the worst. And the worst, yeah. So we'll really dive into those. So we're asking family and friends for help with family of mm-hmm. friends, coworkers. So episode eight. Look out. Episode eight is going to be about that. And I'm very excited because, I mean, this is a whole bunch of people. Yeah. This isn't just our friends who are our age. This is people who are older than us, mm-hmm. younger than us what have you learned? And let's compile that together. So we want to take what other people have learned and apply it here. That's what we want to do ultimately. So you can make your own mistakes. So maybe we can help you avoid maybe a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. Or just think things through. I think at the end of the day, you always have to think it yep. through. Go on a hike with a friend yep. and think it through. That's what
0: I used to do. Yeah. I still do, but yeah. I'd call you guys when I'm on my walks at yep. night. <laughs> Mhm, and that's the best time to think man thank you to colby for the music every time episodes. we'll have my brother on and then we'll end on the best and worst advice
1: so hopefully we can get colby on next week yep and he is super relevant so quick little intro he is about to graduate college mm-hmm. so perfect to talk about what we love to talk about
0: Yep. Yeah. so we'll get into
1: it and have a great week i don't know
0: how to end it i don't know well guys have a great week and thanks for listening. Amber, where can they find us on social media? That's what I'm forgetting. I'm
1: I'm forgetting something for sure right now. <laughs> you can follow us at Mildly Professional Podcast on Instagram. We would love your interactions, love your DMs. If you need any help with anything, let us
0: know. Yep. And we're very excited to move forward with our podcast. We sure are. So we'll see you guys in January. And yep, we'll talk to you later. Bye.